season three coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry and the gang are getting a new home. Seinfeld is headed to Netflix. Get out! All 180 episodes of the popular comedy series will stream globally starting in October. Now that's a great looking shirt. Hi, Captain. Netflix actually bought the rights to Seinfeld two years ago, but had to wait until the show's contract with Hulu expired in June. Yada, yada, yada. The deal was worth more than 500 million bucks. pretzels are making me thirsty. Seinfeld ended in 1998 after nine seasons. It may be a show about nothing, but it's still considered one of the best sitcoms of all time. Monica Ricks. Nothing for you. CBS News. Please make me feel good. The founder of the sweet green salad chain is getting flack after he blamed 70% of COVID hospitalizations on overweight and obese people. In a LinkedIn post, Jonathan Newman also insisted no vaccine or mask will save the situation. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Ad paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-549-1980. Now, drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. 800-549-1985. 800-549-1985. What do you have to lose? Again, 800-549-1985. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. Truck lovers, listen up. Whether you want it dressed up, hooked up, jacked up, or souped up, Trucks by Design can fix you up. From high-pressure spray and bed liners, DOT safety lighting, step bars and hitches, to suspension and body lifts, performance parts and accessories, and aftermarket wheels and tires, Trucks by Design has you Tano covered. Find them on Facebook and at 16645 Cannonville Hills Road, Cannonville. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. 
If you think you'd like to win, but you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. Life's battle doesn't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks he can. Single game tickets on sale now at Bengals.com. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice. We celebrate life. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. My, oh, my, what a beautiful day it is out there. 60 degrees. Actually need to wear a a sweater or something at the moment. But it's headed up to 76 or higher. Beautiful night last night. What a sunset, too. As promised, we're going to learn about the CHIP program today. CHIP. That stands for Complete Health Improvement Program. And uh, our guest this morning is Heidi Fisher. And uh, let me get the switch just right there. We go. Good morning, Heidi. Good morning, Dave. Welcome. And um, we've talked on the phone several times. Mm -hmm. We've not really met in person before. Right. And I like your voice. <laughs> it Thank just you. has a certain <laughs> brightness to it that's kind of uh, appealing. Anyway, good thing for radio, too. That's right. So, listen, Heidi, um, you know, before we get too far into the program, tell me about Heidi Fisher. Sure, I can do that. Um, so, good morning, everyone. My name is Heidi Fisher, and I'm the executive director at Live Healthy Appalachia. Um, I've been the executive director for over two years however I go way back Um, we're gonna be talking about the chip program today and I participated in the chip program exactly 10 years ago Um, so I have some history 10 years ago now 10 years ago yeah okay so the I was in class that it was the somewhere in the 20s okay by 20s I mean the 20th class yep not 1920 Um, and let's see here. There were probably 25 or 30 of us in the class. And we met in the building right across from the Hocking Valley Bank. Yes. So I wonder if we could have been in the same class. 
Well, I was in chip number two. Oh, two. You chip go way two. back. I go way back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, then. From the beginning. So much for that yeah. thought. <laughs> okay. So um, forgive my interruption. Okay. No worries. So, yeah, I was in chip two. And after I went through CHIP, I knew I wanted to facilitate the class because it made such a difference in my life and um, big changes. And I could see, again, I think we had about 30 people in our class. I mm -hmm. saw the impact that it made on their lives and their health. And I thought, hey, this is their health. And I thought, this is a good thing. I want to be a part of this. So I facilitated um, up until I became the director. So, yeah, cool. a lot of history. Well, um, okay, so, you know, when I think of Chip, yeah. um, there's this, uh, you know, very odd guy in our community, Tom Castores, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's, um, well, he's partially in our community now. Right. He's somewhat in Colorado, too. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, he, he came across this thing over in Rockford, Illinois. And uh, actually, it started um, in British Columbia back in the 80s. But uh, then the interest in the U.S. sort of was centered around Rockford, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And then with his uh, creativeness and, and Barb's too, his wife, uh, it, it, the epicenter became Athens for, exactly. a, for a while. Mm-hmm. And now it has grown such that we can't really say there's an epicenter. But, um, golly, how, what, do you have any idea what year that was that uh, Tom got so excited about it? Yeah, it was probably, I would say, about 11 or 12 years ago. Oh. And, yeah, when it's I first be, heard about it. It's got to be more than that. I swear. I don't know. But, okay, so that doesn't work. Let's, <laughs> let's keep going. Now, um <laughs> CHIP stands for Complete Health Improvement Program. Yes. Now, here in Athens, the word CHIP has faded a little bit. We now call it Live Healthy Appalachia. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, offices down here, um, really on Columbus Road, as last I knew. Right down the road. Okay. Yep. And, um, and, and you hold these classes how often annually? Yeah, good question. So right now, we're offering the CHIP program about three to four times a year and we're going to be starting a cohort um, hopefully in November so it's all virtual right now to keep everyone safe but um, luckily it's easy to do it virtually mm -hmm. uh, so yeah our next cohort is going to be starting in November um, cohort yeah I gotta look that word up I yep. the, the meaning I think I have for that I'm not sure I understand it in this context. Mm -hmm. So what what's that mean to you? Just a class, a group of people. A cohort. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, um, let's see. So Dr. Hans Deal, right? Correct. 1986. What? Okay. So I found a statement here on the, the Internet this morning. It says the correct, the, the, let me start that over, the CHIP curriculum. Mm hmm is designed to improve nutrition and reduce CVD risk factors by educating its participants about the medical benefits of adopting healthy eating and physical activity behaviors. Participants are highly encouraged to participate in the program with a spouse or their significant other. 
In other words, it's nice to do it with someone that you know. Right. And you support one another. Now, my wife and I took it together. Um, so we, we followed that direction. Now, when people ask me, well, what was it? What was it all about? I like to say, well, <clears throat> they, would l they would love to have you be a vegan. Um, but it's not required. Uh, they really push, um, you know, greater vegetarian dishes. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing I got out of it was just a far greater knowledge of food itself and what is, shall we say, better for you than something else. Mm -hmm. And recipes and this support group. Because, uh, you know, you go to the market uh, maybe once a week or twice a week, whatever it is, and as you go through the aisles, you run into somebody, we're in that chip class, either past or present, and uh, it's always fun to look in their basket. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you're one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then there's some people who are just nuts about it. I mean, they, they wouldn't... Um, I mean, they follow it to a T. Right. Okay. So that's, we, we don't want to turn anybody off. Absolutely. We, wa we want some, everybody to have an interest in this program if they so desire. Absolutely. So take it from there a bit. Okay. I can do that. So our approach, um, and I think when Chip first started, it was, you know, as far as nutrition goes, it was seen all or nothing. Either you're eating plant foods or you're not. And that's really not a pr the approach we take right now. Um, you know, we, we focus on this spectrum of eating. So a lot of times in America, right, we're really busy. So we eat a lot of highly processed foods, maybe a lot of meat, a lot of dairy. And what Chip does really just tries to encourage you to eat more plants. And it's that simple. And we don't mean, you know, just salads, but whole grains, mm. um, legumes, which include like beans and peas and lentils, vegetables and fruits. And it sounds kind of basic, maybe kind of boring, but there's a lot that you can do with those four, four ingredients there. So we really, we take participants where they are and we help them get to where they want to be. So this isn't a diet. We're not saying, you know, thou shalt do this or thou shalt not do this or eat this or, you know, don't do this. But really, we said, okay, this is where you are. What changes do you want to see in your health? What are your goals? And we take those and we really help people, you know, try to reach those goals. So let's say you eat, um, you know, a lot of highly processed foods and um, maybe a lot of processed meats and, and things like that. And you have, let's say you have type 2 diabetes and you have cardiovascular disease and you want to try to reverse those diseases or, you know, just at least feel better. So maybe just eating an additional apple a day isn't going to get you there. So we're going to say, hey, all right, let's start with breakfast. Can you just eat a plant-based breakfast? So maybe some steel-cut oats, some berries, some almond or oat milk on that. And let's just start there. And then once you got breakfast down, how about lunch? And if you can't do every day with lunch, maybe just three times a week, can you do a plant-based lunch? 
So some whole grains, some vegetables, um, you know, a nice plant-based sauce on it. Um, and then we just really take it one step at a time and again, get people to where they want to be. But, you know, Dave, it's, it's pretty amazing that we see results in as little as two weeks. So and results means what? Mm -hmm. Well, before you start chip, you're going to do a, a blood test. Uh -huh. And so we're going to look at your total cholesterol, you know, all those numbers that come along with it, your HDL, LDL, your blood sugar, your blood glucose. Um, and we're going to take your blood pressure. So before you start, we're going to do that. And then, you know, we really start this, the chip lifestyle. So eating as, you know, much plant-based as you can, being physically active, trying to reduce your stress. And then five weeks into it, we do another blood draw to see, see where you are. So what is what you're doing working? Or maybe do we need to take another step and maybe make some more changes? So, but I know when I started chip, um, you know, I'm a registered dietitian. So I, I have a couple, couple master's degrees and I thought I knew, I knew about nutrition, right? And then I heard about this plant-based eating class coming to town. I'd never even heard of plant-based eating when in my college or when I went through school. And so I joined CHIP just to get the research yeah. because I didn't believe it was doing or it could do what it was saying that it could do. Um, but I tell you what, once I started it, um, I started noticing changes immediately. And you know, I, I had a pretty healthy diet before, you know, I ate my meat and potatoes and my vegetables. <laughs> like, well, like, with, your, with your educational yeah, background, right? you I were pretty much aware. I was, you know, I chose chicken over beef and, you know, I, I made some healthy choices. So um, for me, it wasn't, you know, a huge shift, but I did it. Um, and pretty much I would say one to two weeks in, I just started noticing I had more energy. I was waking up before my alarm clock in the morning, which never happens. Mm. Um, I felt better. I could notice changes like to my skin and I just, I just felt so much better. Um, I was happier and other people were noticing too. When I went to class, my chip class, you know, I kind of looked around and other people were experiencing the same things right. that I was. So in as little as two weeks, we can see changes. Um, you know, if we were to take, do another blood draw in two weeks, we'd probably see, you know, some minor changes, but, you know, it takes a little bit longer, um, you know, maybe five weeks to, to see some changes in your blood results. But like I said, I had the biggest drop in cholesterol in my class, um, which is pretty amazing um, with just some minor tweaks to, to what I was eating. Well, you, you know, at the class, let me see, it was weekly, wasn't it? Or was it twice? Twice a week. week. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Couldn't recall. Um, you know, it was always interesting to talk to the others. And that's before the class starts mm -hmm. or after the class has ended. Yep. And then uh, often um, somebody would bring in something they had made, mm -hmm. uh, a di um, um, some sort of food dish, a food uh, item, and we would um, all sample it. And uh, <clears throat> most of the time you go, wow, you know, that's really good. Yeah. And yet it was all with the chip concept in mind. Now, um, I think we even had a couple of, uh, what do you call it, potluck dinners? Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, really quite remarkable. And again, it wasn't that I had every, any intention of becoming a vegetarian. 
but I learned so much about food and good and bad things. It did change my lifestyle mm-hmm. to some degree. And, um, well, I just really thought it was cool. Now, how many people in Athens would you guess so far have been through the program? 782. Well, <laughs> you have it on the on the mark. I do, yes. I get... Of course, that's your job. That's my job. Yep. 782 graduates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, without necessarily naming, think of a couple in your mind who yeah. have just gone over the top. Yeah. With um, saying, you know, I can't believe I ever used to do that. Mm-hmm. But today they do this. Yeah. Think of someone and without identifying them right. or a couple of people, describe mm-hmm. their lives. Sure, I can do that. So one of the things I like to do as a facilitator, the first day of class, you know, of course, I welcome people, but I observe. I observe them coming into the class and, you know, we always have a discussion. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about Mm -hmm. starting on this journey? And the answers are all over the place. Some people are, I'm really excited. And other people, I'm like, you know, my, my spouse or partner told me I had to do this. Or my doctor told me I had to do this. I'm really not looking forward to it. And, you know, there's a whole range of, of emotions the first day of class. Um, But, you know, one person in particular and, he has come back and he has shared this story um, with new classes, but you know he walked in on the first day and looked me right in the eyes and he said, don't even think about taking away my pizza. <laughs> okay. I said, hey, I'm like, of course. I'm like, I'm not gonna take away your pizza. I'm like, you can eat pizza. He's like, really? I said, uh, yeah, we're not gonna tell you what to do. We're not a diet, we're just giving you the information. Um, cause you know, Dave, our whole thing is we try to empower people. Mm-hmm. And so we give them the information and they can do with it what they want. Um, so I said, Hey, we're not taking away your pizza. And you know, throughout the, the 10 weeks or the nine weeks that we met, he's kind of quiet. So I didn't really know if he was, you know, doing what we were saying, you know, that he should do or, or not. Um, but when we got the results back, like his blood results, astonishing you know cholesterol down to you know really great numbers um his blood pressure way down into normal levels everything was just normalized he was so happy we thought you know he'd be a good person to bring back to share his experience with others and Mm -hmm. so when he came back to the next class he said you know the first day i walked in i told heidi looked her in the eyes i said don't even take away my pizza you know she promised she wouldn't and she didn't he said, but, you know, what I found was after I was doing this and eating all these, you know, plant, whole plant foods, they were so nourishing that I didn't want the pizza or maybe I didn't want it as often. So he's like, instead of having pizza every Friday, now I just have it once a month. He's like, and I enjoy it. He's like, but then I add vegetables to my pizza and I ask them either not to put on cheese or not to put on so much cheese. And I do, you know, a whole grain crust. And he's like, I just made changes to it. So I still have my pizza mm-hmm. and I still enjoy it. But, you know, it's no well, one no one took it away from me. Okay. So now, you know, uh, uh, I w- I'm going to call it a fad recently, but maybe that's not a, a fair term. But I'm hearing of, um, of pizza cr- um, bread or crust made out of cauliflower. Yeah. Okay. Now, doesn't that even fall in greater <laughs> to the to the chip uh, effort it can 
So yeah, it depends on your recipe. Some cauliflower pizza crusts have, um, they might have, you know, cheese in them or something, but yeah, if you can find a good plant-based cauliflower crust, you're, you're in business for sure. Whole grain works too. Okay. Now, Scott, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Well, pizza. Pull a mic over there, man. You no, you he has. Okay, okay. No, I'm eating pizza right now. Sorry, you're, you're eating well, I'm pizza. To the chip program. <laughs> okay. When she said they weren't going to take away the pizza, okay. I'm like, that sounds no, good. No, uh, now I'm serious. No, <laughs> I, I I enjoy a good um, porterhouse steak and a baked potato. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Now anything Italian, like right. lasagna. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Now. <clears throat> the amazing thing is that uh, among the CHIP program, um, I can't remember if they've published a recipe book, but they probably have since my day, but um, there are lots of wonderful Italian dishes that are CHIP-based, right? That's right. So you don't have to give up a style or a flavor at all. You just are more aware of what's going into it and being a little more cautious about certain items, right? That's right. So a good example of that, Dave, we, um, you know, going with the the Italian food route, um, we had a fundraiser this spring, uh, dinner dates, and a little plug, we're doing it again this fall. Um, But Chef Katie Mosher from Tri-County Career Center and her students made our entree, and it was a a tofu pesto lasagna. Mm. And... You know, some people, you know, even though they just wanted to support Live Healthy Appalachia, so they bought it, but they they said, I don't know, I'm not really excited about this, you know, tofu pesto lasagna. And we received... Did they said that after having some? No, before. Okay. When they picked okay. it up. Yeah, because they just drive up and pick it up. And we received so many responses, whether it was just, you know, <clears throat> we saw people or they emailed us and said, oh my gosh, like that was... Delicious, like hands down, best lasagna I've ever had. So many times, if they don't tell us what's in it, (laughs) exactly, we won't reject it. Exactly, and then we'll say, "Wow, yep, that was awesome." That's right. Yeah, and and tofu just just the name of it turns me on. Has a bad rap for sure, and and many other people would agree to that. But if you don't know it's what's in there, that's right. Well, you know what I'm getting at. I do. I do. And so last week for dinner, we had barbecued jackfruit. And Now, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, that's a huge fruit. Well, I tell you what. You get the cans. I got them at at Kindred. I bought the cans of jackfruit. Much easier. Okay. So I made barbecued jackfruit. And my, my parents are, you know... Born bread, Appalachian, meat and potatoes every single night. Okay. So I said... I By the way, where were you raised? Logan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I said, here, I made you some barbecue. And they're like, you made barbecue? I'm like, I did. Just And I just dropped it off and left. <laughs> Don't ask me any questions. So, you know, a couple of days later, I said, did you guys eat the barbecue? Yeah, it was really good. Some, You know, they're like, that was some of the best barbecue we've ever had. And they looked at me, they're like, what was it? Because they could tell by the look on my face, it was not pork. Mm-hmm. And our beef, I said it was jackfruit, and they they could not tell the difference. They like it was really good, and you know it's like after you eat it, you feel good. Isn't that one of these really? Yeah. Okay. You can get the huge ones. Yeah, I've seen them at you know at Kroger, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Folks, I was holding my arms and my hands up about 
two and a half feet away yeah. from one another because it's uh, <laughs> the ones I think of as jackfruit. Mm-hmm. They are huge. They are. Anyway. All right. So barbecued jackfruit. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually having I'm some. having a, a Labor Day cookout this weekend, and that's on the menu. So, come well, over and I, I don't recall receiving it. an invitation. <laughs> After we're done, okay. yeah, I'll give you the details. Well, okay, so we've got this great program, and it lasts um, twice. A, uh, you meet twice a week. Yes. And for how many weeks? For nine weeks, okay. so 18 sessions. So 18 sessions, mm-hmm. and this is primarily for adults. Now, you have, uh, since I was involved, added another component, and that is Live Healthy Appalachia for kids, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, how long has that been going on? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to say probably about nine, ten years. Okay. Yeah, so quite a while. And um, who do you find participating in that? Is it? Kids of peop- of adults who, well, of course, but is it kids of adults who have been in the program and now they want their kids to understand it, or are it just kids out of the, from you'd never expect to be involved, or what? Mm-hmm. So Live Healthy Kids, it is a 22-week curriculum that we do in the schools. So Oh, it's in school? It, we're in schools. Well, not right now, but... Well, (laughs) typically we're in schools. Between bus drivers and other things, we're in trouble. We are usually in the school um, for 22 weeks. And we have the AmeriCorps ComCorps members teaching for us. We have dietetic interns teaching. And we're in every classroom in Athens County. Every second grade classroom in Athens County. So um, that's okay. Now, my wife would know the answer to this, but I don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Did I pay to take that class? Um, years ago. Perhaps. Well, if you were, uh, were you on a high university employee? Mm, she was. Yep. Then you probably didn't. So okay. if, yep, for a high university employees and their spouses and partners, if they receive the benefits, you know, from HR, okay. then HR covers their tuition. And if you are not, uh, what does this class uh, require in the way of money? Mm-hmm. So. The tuition for the class is um, $699. However, we have we do accept insurance. So um, if you have insurance, um, you have to be in network with Holzer mm-hmm. for various reasons. Um, but, you know, we have payment plans. We, we've never denied anyone participation okay. based on, you know, their ability to pay. Um, and uh, most people don't pay that much, even if they are paying out of pocket. Now, the kids' program yeah. offered through the schools, mm-hmm. there's no charge for that, right? Um, it's through the school? That's correct. So the schools pay 20%, and we raise 80% of that. Now, uh, there's something you've added along the way, um, and I don't know if it's for everybody or mm-hmm. just children or what, but cooking classes. Yeah. Now, I would have loved to have done that. When, but they, they didn't do too much of that when I took the class years ago. Um, but there's something fun about being with your class. Right. And making something together. Yeah. And uh, sharing in the duties and observing each other's manner of doing it. Um, now, is that now offered to... Um, what if I wanted a refresher course? Good question. 
So we've had that question many, many, many times, that request. And so it could be someone maybe who participated in, in chip 20 something that yeah. you know just needs a refresher. Maybe someone just graduated and they want more. So we're actually going to be offering a class called Food for Life. And it's also an evidence-based class. So there's a lot of research that proves that it does what it says it's going to do. And it's 10 classes. So instead of 18, it's 10. And it only focuses on food. So, you know, it doesn't talk about stress reduction or physical activity. We're just focusing on food. So food for life. And we're actually sending someone to be trained to teach that um, starting in October. So in 2022, we will be offering food for life to the community. Cool. Yeah. Okay, now, I came across a term somewhere. Fermentation. Yes. Okay, now, I'm a wine nut, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Not not a wino, but a wine nut. Okay. Um, and that's only come about in the last 10 years or so. Um, but it is very pleasant to go with friends and, and enjoy a bottle of wine together. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw somewhere some remark about a fermentation fest, <laughs> a festival or something. Yeah. I assume that's what they're getting yes. at. Yes, yes. What's that all about? All right. So we, um, fermented foods are good for you. They're good for your... Fermented foods. Fermented foods, yes. So we're talking... What's an example? Sauerkraut. Yeah. Kimchi. Pickles. Anything that you can... Like pickled things, yeah. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Bummer. So it's really good for your... (laughs) your (laughs) I'm sorry. For your belly, your gut health. yeah. And so, you know, we hear a lot about, oh, you need to take these pills, these probiotics to, you know, but maybe some plant-based yogurt is all you need or some, you know, some sauerkraut. So um, we get really excited about fermented foods and we realize that there's a whole local food culture around fermented foods um, in Athens. So we thought we would just bring everyone together, talk about the benefits of, you know, eating uh, fermented foods. And um, one of our employees is from Boston, and in Boston they have Fermentation Fest. And she's like, hey, let's do our own Fermentation Fest. So that is going to happen spring of 2022. Oh, it's an event. It's an event. Okay. There's t-shirts and everything, Dave. So next spring. Next spring, Fermentation Fest. Um, And what is this? Like people compete on their recipes for fermenting pickles, for example? Yeah, we're still working out the details, but we're going to have definitely education on the benefits of of eating fermented foods. Um, Probably some demos on how to make your own fermented foods. It's actually pretty easy. And um, then we'll have local food um, producers that make fermented foods locally. And um, it's just, it's going to be a good time. Maybe even some music thrown in there. Well, as I mentioned in the history of this thing, it, it's, it started in um, British Columbia. Then it kind of became centered in Rockford, Illinois. And then the Castoris family got it over in Athens real big. And you'd read about it even in Wisconsin what Athens was doing. Mm-hmm. 
or some other state, you'd hear about Athens. Is Chip really blossomed and, I mean, um, I remember using the term epicenter. Is Athens still a big leader in this thing, or is this really expanded nationally? Yeah, it's definitely expanded nationally, um, thanks in part to Tom. He has helped spread the word, and he is he is always on the phone, making phone calls, trying to get, you know, hospitals to offer chip or universities. He is um, definitely a, a chip warrior. Um, but yeah, it's throughout the United States now, which is great. Um, I'm not sure that every state offers chip, but majority of the states do. Wow. Yeah. So has there ever been a chip convention? Not. I wasn't invited if there was. Well, maybe Athens should uh, organize yeah, that. Yeah, perhaps. That would put you up front again. It sure would. Yeah. Okay, now, um, okay, so say you take the program. Mm-hmm. Well, there was one lady, wish I could think of her name, but she was just really gung-ho into it. And again, it's always fun to go to the supermarket and run into one of your fellow members of this class and then peek into their grocery basket. Yeah. And see, <laughs> see what they're buying, yeah. You know, how how um, how loyal are they to the project? Sure. That sort of thing. Anyway, she was rabid. I mean, she would she would tell me, "Well, you shouldn't have that." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyway, so what's it meant to you? You uh, Forgive me. How long have you lived in our region? Hmm. I am 43, and I lived away for a few years for college. But okay. yeah. So Where'd you go to school? Uh, undergraduate, Kent State, and my master's, University of Tennessee in okay. Knoxville. Cool. Yep. yep. Now, um, but raised in Logan, did you say? Correct. Okay. Uh, what's Athens mean to you? Mm-hmm. Well, I have worked in Athens for 20-some years. And, you know, uh, we were doing a Habitat build. We were the executive directors, nonprofit executive directors last week. We're working on the a Habitat build. And, you know, it's tradition to kind of go around before you eat lunch and say what you're thankful for. And, you know, I said, I'm I'm really thankful to, to be able to work in this community because it's very unique. It's not like every community. And there's just something different. You know, I've talked to so many people who, you know, have said, oh, I was here for a year and I just, you know, 20 years later, I'm still here. And um, so I think it's unique on many different levels. And one being, you know, the local food community. Because if you're, you know, a foodie, I think Athens is a great place to be. We have great restaurants, um, you know, Chester Hill Produce Auction, the um, Farmer's Market. And I don't know. I just, I love working here and being here every day. So it's a great place to be. And just a a sense of community and and good culture. Mm -hmm. What, uh, What do you think is missing? What, what, what is it that really you think would be a, a significant step in making it even better uh, in terms of food awareness? 
I, I don't know if that's a good question or yeah. not. Um, you know, you've got um, you've got a board of of directors, right? Most of whom I know, mm-hmm. and in fact, most of them I call good friends. Um, they're they really care about Athens, but what is what is it something that maybe is in the back of your mind that you'd love to do or try? That um, yeah, just, just hasn't mm-hmm. occurred yet. All right. So what I'm going to say to that is, this is kind of based on my own experience as mm-hmm. well as just ob- observing other, um, you know, other families and behaviors. And I know for me, you know, I have three kids at home, three dogs. I work full time, so it's not always easy to come home and put, you know, a lovely plant-based meal on the table. And, you know, it takes planning and prep and I do it, but it's not easy. So, um, you know, I feel for people who are, who are trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's meal kits, right? There's purple carrot, blue apron. There's meal kits that you can buy. What and now? I, yeah, meal Th- kits. They're already. They're already. Yep. So they're kind of a subscription service. Oh, I see. You pay, they mail them to you, you open up the box, and there's a recipe, there's all the ingredients to make this meal. Um, But there's also a lot of packaging and cooler packs and boxes Mm. and containers. So, you know, some people have been, you know, say, oh, live out the Appalachia, you should do meal kits. You should make meal kits. And so thanks to COVID, I guess one of the (laughs) benefits of COVID you know, we couldn't be in the community cooking with people. Like, mm. how can we still get plant-based food to, to people? So Rhoda Grant did a pilot, and it was very successful. So we started creating our own meal kits. And we're in the process of... Here, here in Athens? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's not, not up and running yet. You're getting the... Oh, okay. Yeah, the details before before we release them. Sure. Um, but yeah, we just did a community assessment to find out what people want. And um, so what we're going to be putting together is meal kits. And we don't have all the details worked out yet. 2022 is going to be a big year for us. Um, But essentially, you're going to get all the ingredients to make a plant-based meal. It's going to be affordable. It's going to use as many local foods as possible. And it's going to just have minimal packaging. So not a whole lot of waste when you're done. So this way, at least one night a week, you're not going to have to plan. You're not going to have to shop. It's dinner's taken care of open up the bag or box whatever we package it in and slice dice cut you're ready to ready for dinner just making it easier for people you used a term earlier mm-hmm. um this is completely i should have brought this up earlier you said highly processed meats yeah. what what's an example of that um, sausage, bologna. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, you know, pepperoni. Or pepperoni, yeah. Any, anything that's uh, all mixed up, not just carved off an animal. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Hot dogs. So bologna. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> well, oddly, uh, there aren't too many of those things I like, so I, I don't miss them too much. Okay. Highly processed meats. Now, I it is very hard for me to completely 
Mm-hmm. Avoid meat. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've fallen into a habit. Um, I First of all, I love sweet corn. Okay. I thought you were going to say ice cream. I thought we were going down the ice cream route. But Not Sweet yet. corn, okay. We can do that anymore. <laughs> uh, but I do love sweet corn. Mm-hmm. So uh, whenever we're cooking it for a regular meal, I generally make twice the number of ears that um, uh, we would be using. And then we slice them off into a container. And I have a, a bacon salt that I sprinkle on them. And then that is kind of a go-to snack for me. Okay. Um, now, you know, are there some vegetables that you would encourage greater than others? And is corn a good one or a bad one or, or just in the middle? Mm-hmm. Um, all vegetables are good. And, you know, you just you can't beat, you know, we say go for color. So if you're looking at your greens, um, you know, if you have a choice between iceberg lettuce and maybe a spinach or you know baby kale or something like that go with the color go with the the dark leafy greens you're going to get tons of vitamins and minerals out of that okay now i like um spinach uh, like if i go to, to get a sub somewhere mm-hmm. uh, i want spinach on it yeah great that's, that's a good choice right great much okay. better than iceberg lettuce yeah okay. yeah yep um so color yeah so if you're looking at potatoes right and you have a choice between a an Idaho potato and a sweet potato. Go for the sweet potato, more color. Now, is it? Well, I like it, it better too. Yeah, I mean, is it bad to eat the regular potato? No. If you prefer what the. What about the purple skin jobs? Yeah. Now, inside it looks the same as a right. white. Mm-hmm. But is that a better potato for? Yeah. So if you're eating the skin. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which, well, I guess I do. Yeah. Eat the skin, and the purple is probably going to give you more vitamins and minerals than the, the light brown skin. Once again, uh, engage that for me. I yep. wasn't paying attention. Um, okay. Well, what um, what do you think we've left out that we should talk about? Is there... Um, is, the, is there currently a class running, or is there one mm-hmm. about to begin... There is one, um, we're hoping to start it in November. And the idea behind that is holidays are hard, right? (laughs) Holidays are challenging in many, many different ways. They're great, but they can be challenging as well if you're, you know, talking about health. Um, So this next cohort, we're hoping to start, you know, maybe beginning of November and just help people through the holidays into the new year. And I don't know that we've done that before, mm-hmm. offered that, and uh, we're going to give it a try and see. Of course, we're not going to meet, you know, during the holiday, but yeah, just try to help people through that that time. And it will also be eight sessions. It will be eighteen sessions. Or eighteen, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. nine weeks. Well, that takes you well past uh, the holidays, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. Um. And where are the classes held now? They're virtual. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We were hopeful that um, we'd be able to have an in-person class, you know, 
looking, but we we can't. Okay. Not doing that. Well, how's that working out? It, you know what? Pros and cons. So earlier, Dave, you were talking about how when you're in a class with other people, there's just that sense of community and mm -hmm. support. Mm -hmm. And you have that conversation, that dialogue before class or after class, and you get to meet people and you check out their, their baskets in Kroger. Um, but, you know, it takes a commitment. So, yeah, it's an hour-long class, but, you know, maybe it takes you half an hour to get there and half an hour home. So let's say two hours with virtual you hop on a minute before and you're on. So it saves people time. It's much more convenient. Um, and we do, you know, we've worked around the way, you know, we do have questions that we post to the group and, you know, I, we're just getting more comfortable with it. So it has worked out well. A lot of people who otherwise wouldn't have been able to participate because of, you know, they have family or, you know, work commitments can now do it from, you know, their home office or, their kitchen or, or wherever um, so it's actually worked out better for a lot of people and that it's just more convenient folks I I have a bad habit uh, nobody knows it better than you all out there and that is that <clears throat> I forget to tell you who's who we're talking to more often during the hour Heidi Fisher's our guest today she is the executive director of a program that was started some years ago called Live Healthy Appalachia. Maybe a more common name is the CHIP program, Complete Health Improvement Project. And I participated in this years ago, and we, what'd you say, seven, how many? 786? Oh, yeah, 782. 782 people in Athens have participated in this program since it was brought here. This is really cool. And um, you learn to uh, keep an open mind and someone will bring in a recipe for you to sample of something that uh, you never would have dreamed of eating uh, based upon its description. And yet, it is awesome. Um, and then, uh, like we, with any dish, once in a while you find one that's, eh, that's okay, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, food is like that anyway. So um, I highly encourage you folks to, to check this out. Consider taking the class. You will learn so much. It is good for you. Complete health improvement project now can you think of a couple of stories without naming names of course of people who started the class and maybe they were suffering from this or suffering from that or or were obese or I don't know things like that mm -hmm. and today they have so much praise for the class because of what it helped them get through yeah yeah there's actually many many people um, come to mind when you say that um, usually the people who you know when they graduate they keep it going and they you know praise it for many many years after are people who you know maybe they've had let's say chronic pain chronic inflammation maybe they were on a lot of medications and because of what they did through the CHIP program, you know, 
they don't have that chronic inflammation, the chronic pain anymore, or they're not on all those medications. And, you know, they're able to, a lot of times we hear people, you know, I do this because I, I want to be able to play with my grand, I want to be around for my grandkids. I mm. want to play with my grandkids. Mm. So, you know, there's the people who time and time again, you know, see them in the community or, you know, we ask them to come back and share their story. They're, they're still doing it because it just, it made such a, an impact, a big difference in their lives. Well, I, I have known some people who, you know, on their medical records previously, you, they would say uh, prone to this, prone to that, that sort of thing. And, um, and then that disappeared off their records after, mm-hmm. after having taken this course. Yeah. I think it's terrific. Yeah, I agree. Heidi, what's your favorite uh, hobby? My favorite hobby... Hmm. Do I, mean, I have time are, for a hobby? Are you? Um, no, I, do you I, like to be a fencer? I I'm a hiker. I a like hiker. Being outside hiking, yeah, that's my my mental and physical therapy. Do you have a certain trail that is your favorite? Well, I live in the Hocking Hills. I have three kids, um, and so out at Bach Hollow, which is a, a nature preserve, you know, a lot of the Hocking Hills trails are there's a lot of people on them <laughs> and it's you know can sometimes take away from being in nature yes when there's so many people yes. um so so this see, is that, a lesser known so well it was until i just broadcasted it on the radio <laughs> 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 but no it's it's great bacalo um it's i don't know from town about a 15 minute drive and you know it's I mean, there's not a huge waterfalls and, you know, beautiful. It's just, I don't know, a nice calming place. Not a lot of people there. Um, a nice pond that my kids like throwing rocks into. And it's it's good for kids. Um, it's a safe hike for kids. So we tend to go there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great places in the Hocking Hills to you hike. You take your dogs on the trails? No. That's not no. allowed? No. <laughs> well, I d- I don't it's know. not allowed there. But, no, my dogs are they're pretty wild. So. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep saying I'm going to bring him to. Are they on the chip program as well? They should be. <laughs> They're not. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's the problem. Uh. Need to sign them up for chip, but no, they're they're not good walking dogs. They're yeah, no. Folks, once again, we encourage you to go to the website, which is livehealthyappalachia.org. Livehealthyappalachia.org. And uh, you'll find a lot of stuff we talked about. You'll find some other points. And you'll more, more importantly, you'll have phone numbers and email addresses. And you can write and ask questions that maybe I missed or failed to bring out. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can also enroll and take it. And that would be awesome. Anything we left out? We've got about 30 seconds. Ah. Uh. Jeez, I don't think so. Okay. I think we've talked about it pretty much everything. Well, it's been a pleasure having you here. Yeah. and uh, Likewise. Keep building it up as uh, your predecessors have. It's really, really a great program. Thank you. Scott, what are we doing tomorrow? Anything? Free for all. Free for all. Okay. And we'll try to have some interesting topics and update you on the COVID stuff and all that. Ohio State football tonight. Yeah. Hey, folks. We have our first Ohio home game Saturday at 7 p.m.
I've got my tickets. I've got some neighbors going with us. We're, we're, we're ready. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. New Yorkers are wishing the water away. Apartments flooded, so did subways, buses, and streets when the remnants of Hurricane Ida slammed the Northeast last night. At least eight people were killed. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. No matter how you analyze this storm and overall response, the human life is the most tragic that was lost. A record 3.1 inches of rain fell in Central Park in an hour. Newark Airport has suspended service because of flooding. Many schools in the Northeast are closed. Firefighters in Roxborough, Pennsylvania, rescued Greta DeFerdinand and her dogs by boat. They helped me get my dogs, and they were just very, very efficient and professional. KYW Radio's Pat Loeb is in Philadelphia's Maniunk neighborhood. A large part of Main Street is underwater, including businesses that are flooded and cars that are submerged. The city estimates there are 12 feet of water. A tornado in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, splintered a home in half. More than 200,000 people in the region have no power. Hundreds of thousands still have no power in post-Ida, Louisiana. Correspondent Omar Villafranca is in Kenner. More generators are being brought in, so we're starting to see some lights pop up across the city. And that's going to be really helpful when you're trying to clean up damage like this at this warehouse. The governor says there are 